This is Sarkarigan. done singing welcome to back to the better life let's start off with gratitude like normally do this week i am just grateful to be here plain simple happy to hear happy to be here happy to have y'all here let's start the episode All right, y'all, gave y'all a little sneak peek, a little preview into what this week's episode will be about earlier on on the Better Life Pod story. And we're talking about perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I know. And I know some people would think maybe I have a limited one or sometimes it's too wide, um, it's too um, inclusive, it's too optimistic. Ugh, y'all are weird. How do you tell somebody they're too optimistic? I understand this thing is toxic positivity, but I think the last like three to four years, y'all have overused and misused the word toxic as well. Um, yeah. Anyways, we're talking about perspective. And it's mostly about, you know, nowadays, the situation wherein I'm in, millennials. Um, and not so much situation where we're in, but like some circumstances surrounding people our age and what we should be doing. And what we're not doing. And we'll be talking about the reasons why maybe not all of us are doing the things. Um, so yeah. So a lot of talk, I'm sure that many of you know as well. Um, but a lot of people my age, millennials, you know, shout out to those who are 92. You know, my parents did this. Um, but a lot of the goals they have for us nowadays as millennials are completely unrealistic. Um, and I say unrealistic in the sense of that based on all the circumstances and things going on, even when like say our parents were our age, some of y'all's parents are a little older, some of y'all's parents are a little younger. My parents um, at 29, which is how old I am, my mom was a mother of two under five. My dad was a father of two. Um, Or my dad would have been a father of one, just me at the time when he was 29. Yeah. Yeah, it would have just been me. Am I? Yeah. She was, yeah, 25. Yeah, it would just be me. Sorry, I had a moment there. Um, But anyways, they were, you know, when I was born myself, you know, the two of them, they were in an apartment, whatever, whatever. Had me, boom, bow, pow. You know, year and change later, my brother comes along. But um, when they were growing up, you know, when they were kids, they were young. Um, You know, they were, you know, they went to school, they were indoctrinated to, you know, be the cog in the machine, the industrial complex, capitalism, you know, you go to, you know, you go to school, you listen to your teacher, you do what they say, you regurgitate the materials they teach you, and that in turn will teach you to get a good job. When you go to that job, you know, whatever, whatever, then once you're done the job, you'll find a wife, you'll marry, you'll have kids, slow down, grow old, pension, retire, all of that. And it all sounds great. And it all was great when it all worked out for their parents. But so between their parents and my parents' age and then mine, uh, generation, um, that didn't always work. And the way, too, that they achieved and maintained those things when they were my age, um, they're not, it's not going to work for us now. Like, the lifestyle that they achieved, and by, my parents by no means were well off at all. They weren't even middle class. They were working class. They weren't, like, lower class, but they were absolutely working class. Um. And, you know, the generation before us, I think the Gen X, yes, Gen X, yeah, they were, like I said, 
I'm conditioned, like the pre-generations, like I said, just to participate and live in the industrial complex. In capitalism, you go to work, makes money, maybe make a little bit, put away, raise kids, whatever else. And again, a lot of them, what they were able to complete as far as milestones are things of the past. Um, and I say that because like my parents, yeah, by the time my mom was 29, my, her and my dad had bought a house together. Two kids under five and they bought a house. Imagined. Two, do they have two cars? They had one car at the time. They ended up being two cars. And then most the rest of my childhood um, until teenager, they, they always had two cars. It was just a thing that they did. It was easier that way. They worked different hours. But they bought a house, y'all, 29 with two kids after five. And, like, when my mom was 29, she had my brother at what? I was 25. She would have been 28. So my brother's probably, like, a year and a half when she's 29. Brad, that boy is still in diapers and luckily he's not still on formula like that because that's expensive he loves milk to this day um but they bought a house again a car and even like when I was born my brother was born they were in an apartment then after my brother was like you know growing up my mom was like it's too much we gotta get a house and my dad being the businessman he is um when we bought when they bought I say we I was not a pride. I was just a bonus package deal. When my dad and mom bought that house, they ended up getting like money knocked off their house <laughs> because my dad got his dad a house and his grandmother a house um, in the same area. Shout out to Nanny Carol Gray Simons and shout out to Granny Blanche, Alvin of the Ronilin. Um, but yeah, my the, my dad approached the man was just like, listen, um, I got somebody else who needs a house. My parents need a house and my grandmother needs a house. So what can you do for me if I get them to get a house in the same area where you're the developer? And they're like, we'll knock some money off for you. And that's what he did because my dad is what? A businessman. There's some other things I will tell you on a different episode when I can confirm that statute of limitations is up on that. And I'll let you know how else he, you know anyways businessman okay um but anyways like i was getting back to milestones 29 house kids so those things like as far as somebody my age getting a house like those things have ended like people in their 20s buying houses it's not as frequent as you think and i think the frequency at which it was happening has ended maybe in 2011 and that was like post us getting back like on our feet after the recession and when i say i said i mean like i wasn't down bad in the recession but it was like a lot of people were but a lot of things they haven't they just haven't unfolded like that for us and if you i mean a lot of it's just think times have changed if you think about it now ask your parents when they got married and if you still have your grandparents around ask them when they were married i can tell you my mom was married at 23 yeah she was engaged i think at 21 married 23 me at 25 um she's crazy I was like girl what how are you married at 21 I know what I was in at 21 and let me tell you it was not being married and being with a man <laughs> not to say I was with a woman but like I was just having fun I was doing too much to be somebody's wife now did I wish I was somebody's wife I mean kind of they're a person that come and be with somebody's wife but those those pros didn't outweigh the pros of being single and having fun and being out in a boat and I can I can absolutely tell you that and now my grandmother was married at 15 on my dad's side now my grandma and mom's side she didn't marry my grandfather until she was like 40 something 50 something maybe it's about 70 something now they were married they got married a year after my mom and dad or two years after my mom and dad so they were married I think in 91 my parents were married in 89 um and yeah was it 89? Damn. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, 89. Married in 89. Um, 
But yeah, so my grandmother on my dad's side, my dad's mom, uh, married at 15. She had eight kids. She had eight kids between the age of, I think, 14 to 21. And like, they're all Irish twins. Like they're lit. There's, they're literally Irish twins. When one was born, one was born again within a 12 month period. I think there's like a gap of maybe one full year or a year and change between like the fifth and sixth kid. I think it was the fifth and sixth, I believe, or the fourth and fifth. But I was like, my God, could you imagine and yet, I mean, they had a house, granted, it was a very, very, very small house. Um, By the time, like, when they had the eight kids, because my grandma had eight kids. And then I think by the time that the last two to three came along, they had, like, a proper house with, like, plumbing inside and all that stuff, which is wild to know that I know people alive right now who do not have indoor plumbing. Praise be to God, because I told my mom, it, you, I would not have made it with that. But again, my mom was married at um, 23, grandmother at 15. Nuts. Ask, but again, ask your parents when they were married and ask them when they started dating. Like, I mean, there was all, you know, we see a lot of historical pieces about, you know, women were dating back, like the kind of like dates you go to the movie and like maybe 15, 16, and like women had to be super virtuous and like long skirts and uh, anyways. But like you were definitely dating to marry then. And like the term high school sweetheart, I think comes from back in that era, because if one, if you were able to go to high school, because that was a privilege um, between my grandmother and my parent, my grandparents and my parents generation, absolutely a privilege. Um, I really shouldn't say my grandparents, because side note, both my grandmothers are like around 20 years younger than their. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. My dad's parents were not 20 years apart. Now, my um, my, my mom's side, her dad great anyways that's none of y'all's business her dad and nanny were like 20 years apart but no um mama dad saw my grandmother and my grandfather were like i think six or seven years apart um yeah it was not appropriate i know y'all y'all are doing the math and the math is not mathing and it's not gone math because it wasn't appropriate but we anyways we're gonna get that later different episode but you know dating to marry was absolutely a thing then but you have to think about the times as well they had no access to people outside of their literal community. Uh, maybe if you went away on like a church retreat, because, you know, church was big then. Um, BYF Baptist Youth Fellowship, you know, the churches, Ladies Auxiliary, you know, summer churches, churches would travel in the summertime. Other churches outside of that, like you really weren't meeting any people. Like, I mean, I've talked to people, you know, all around the world and ah, yeah, yeah. And like that was not happening back then. My parents were not well-traveled people by any means at all not the amount of traveling undone at the age of 29 they could not even conceptualize for them at 29 um at that point my mom was 29 she hadn't even been outside of Canada yet at all um I don't think my dad ever has been but you know what I say that my mom also should be like I got a story to tell you and so yeah but I'm pretty sure to my knowledge my daddy has never been outside of Canada but it's just you know and now I think about the concept of dating to marry. Imagine dating to marry at 16. That's horrifying. Do you know who I was dating at 16? I'm not going to tell y'all, but just it was like an out loud question. Think who y'all were dating at 16. Imagine you were dating them to marry them. And then you did. Just let's marinate on that. Mm. Is it worth it to mean that you dated to marry, to find your husband, and then y'all bought a house and had kids? Imagine buying a house and having kids and living with that person forever. Because there was really no toxic divorce then for people. Like, especially my parents' age, not so much my grandparents' age. They were dating to marry and did. 
and had the kids and did things. Um, my parents' generation, you know, they dated like late, late teens, like 19, 20. Like, again, yeah, I'd say 18, 19, 20, 21 dated to marry. Um, and my dad was smooth because he pulled my mom like off rip. Like, I was just like, you really like just let him get you? I was like, ma'am, like you didn't even want to date nobody else. She's like, I have a few little boyfriends before him. But like, your father was smooth. We, I mean, mind you, he used to write her letters. And that... I was like, oh my gosh, like that's so romantic. And I think, I mean, it's cute. I'll have to tell y'all about their little story some other time. Maybe that's the episode my mom will come on because she keeps ducking and dodging me to be on this show. But they used to write letters back and forth and she used to live in the country. Well, they both live in the country, just different country parts of the province. But they used to write letters. He would always like leave notes for her. Even when we were growing up as kids, my dad would like put notes in them, like lunch boxes, or he would like just give us cards and write long notes in them or write letters. Um, it's very sweet. I think that's why I am such a card person today because in people, my circle, people will tell you I love a good card. I love a good message in a card. I love writing and giving cards to people on it. Like it's very sentimental to me and it's like it, it holds a lot of value for me. And I also love receiving cards with like long messages in them. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge for all y'all to know there. My birthday is in January. Anyways, so I think about, you know, then, but it's just, it's so different. I mean, just the times were different. Like, you know, and people also took their time. I want you to know, like, that was still a thing. Like, I mean, maybe my grandparents' generation, you know, they would date, engage, marry, maybe within like a one-year period, if that. That's blow, that's blow minds to me, because what? But even like my mom, my mom, they were engaged for a couple years before they got married and then once they got married they wanted time to themselves before they had kids because I, I think it's important she like it was important for us to take time like with each other as a married couple before we dove into kids because we both know we wanted kids yes she was like but we weren't in a rush to have them we were married because we wanted to enjoy each other's time and she always rubs in how like she's like me and your father like her and my dad can both cook they can both throw down um and she was also like, we never ate home. Like we bar barely bar groceries. We ate it almost every night at different restaurants. We go out on dates. And I was just like, oh, y'all were very really cute. It's like a young, cute, married couple. Like y'all were just out in the city, like mm, date night. Mm, it's my husband. It's my wife. Like you see us. I like, anyways, my mom, like my, if any of y'all know my mom, like she's not attitude like me. Like she's not in your face. She's very much like a lady with a capital L. And I'm more like a woman with like a capital W, like maybe even a womb sometimes, like W-O-M. But she's a lady. And I'll leave it at that. But like she, she died, like you see how I look? And she was like fine like this, like before kids, after the kids. Um, yeah, so like her and my dad, they would always go, they, and they were able to afford their bills, <laughs> their bills, um, you know, rent and all that. They were able to still like have, they were able to still eat her every night and buy clothes. My mom was talking about how she would like buy clothes every pay. She would just go and get like new outfits and shoes. And I'm like, girl, I can't even like dream about buying a new outfit and clothes every pay and eat her every night. Girl, one could imagine. I just, and like, again, different times. Cause like, if I could do that now, I would have sickening, sickening, sickening outfits. And like just different things, like even even back then, she tells me like when she first moved to the city and she was working, she like um, even when she met like my dad's siblings, and like youngest and stuff, they would they would call out to work on Thursday. Well, no, they called to work on Friday. They could be oh Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. 
and they called out work every Friday and the job was still there. I don't even know if it was unionized. Who know? I don't know. If I do that, if I try that at my job now or just people, y'all try it. I'm not doing it. Y'all try to call your job every Friday because you went on Thursday night and just don't show up. And you're like, right, I'm not going to make it today. Sorry. Every Friday, just every, just clockwork. I'm, I'm not going to be in. I'm so sorry. They're going to pull you in after the third, fourth Friday. They're going to be like, mm, seems like a pattern. No, but they, they were doing that. That's, that's what they were doing. Um, it's just crazy. Like, and, but if you think about it now that I'm back, like most times when you talk to your parents and some of your grandparents, they'll tell you like, we were married in our twenties, early twenties, like early mid twenties married. And like I said, I joke with my mom about being a wife and a mother to two kids under five at 29. And I was like, girl, I would be a, like, I would be no good. Like I would have to have a husband, um, like a, a husband, like so I just thought my boyfriend probably wouldn't cut it a bit like a, a child's my child's father well no my child's father would cut like my boyfriend but like it couldn't be no baby daddy like even if they were for two kids with the same man like I would be down bad like I'm gonna need a man in this household and I'm gonna need help help me because child when I tell you I would like not to say like I think I'm gonna be a good mom but just the amount of time and work it takes and granted like my dad was like one of those dads where he helped though like he changed diapers he'd take us out put us down for a nap he'd bathe us get us supper like he wasn't you know like you some of you weird dads that just leave it up to the mom because they both worked they both worked and they both took care of us so like get it together y'all can do it too I don't want to hear about it but my mom will often joke when I say like that's crazy like I can't believe you that like that's that's amazing you juggle all that and she's like no she's like mm -hmm. she's like because y'all got it good today y'all got it real good today and she says you know she's like I wish I was like I wish I had all the opportunities and privileges you guys have she goes to figure out who you are in your 20s is so important she goes because I was trying to figure it out I being a wife and a mom she goes but you know you don't have to do that anymore you can figure it out by yourself she goes I wish she was, if I had the time to figure out who I was in my 20s, she's like, there's nothing you could tell me that I couldn't do or wouldn't have done. She's like, and there's stuff I figured out late that I could have figured out then, but I just, I didn't have the time to. I didn't have the time to myself to do it. I was raising two kids at the time. Then like the third child came along early 30s. She just didn't have time. I mean, she tells me like, you know, about the mistakes that her generation has also made you know, of what she tried to correct with us. Like, I think I've told on previous episodes, like, both my parents received beatings as children. When I say beatings, I mean, like, it could be with a belt. It could be with, um, it could be a belt, a switch. It could be a skipping rope, um, an extension cord. Pretty much anything you could, like, with, like, that's what they were getting beat with. And her mom was like, she used to be with, like, a skipping rope she got for Easter, uh, extension cord. My dad used to get insane beatings from my grandfather. And, like, even hearing the stories now, it's shocking. Because, like, I didn't know when my grandfather was still alive that, like, he was whooping ass like that. But and my mom is, you know, told me different stories. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, Grandpa, you was rough. Like, you might have been, you a bad man. You was a bad cat. But she's like that's one thing we said like we're not we're not doing that with you guys there won't be any beatings or spankings and I think my mom made my dad spank us once because she knew that like we would be like no because he was like you know the fun parent he wasn't like into the discipline like that and she was like he was horrified like he pretty much cried when he came back to our bedroom and he was like, I'm not doing that again and like I'm not you're not gonna make me do it again <laughs> and she was like I know I'm sorry like we had to do it and that was fine and it wasn't like it wasn't even hard because it wasn't like when I remember now like I remember like thinking about it and laughing because I was like he 
you don't even mean it. Like, he don't even want to be up here yelling at us, just making us. He's just doing it because mom probably sent him up. And sure enough, that's true. But he never did it again because he just couldn't. Now, he would not, he would yell at us sometimes, but it wasn't too, too often. But, um, but there's a lot of things like she tried to correct with us that was, you know, different for them. Like she never tried to pressure us into like, you know, relationships. Even when I got older and well, I am older, but even like early twenties, she also like, take your time, figure who you are. She's like, you have time now. Like there's no rush for you to be a mom and a wife and get married. She's like, just enjoy yourself, travel, have fun, go with your girlfriends. Like do like do all this stuff you can do. She goes, cause once you can't, you can't. She's like, or once you decide to make a change, she's like, you know, you want, you want to make sure that you don't you know, regret it or you're missing out or what have you. And I was like, she's, she's right. And, you know, she says also to like, why things, a lot of things now, like they're different and that's not also for the better. Um, you know, there are a lot of things to take advantage of. Like there's a lot of things she's like, you know, social media is like, wow. Cause they didn't have it at all. And like people, millennials, moderation, we remember like before that and after, like, I remember like dial up, like, I remember like facts, like the, you don't know what that anyways you know what I mean it sounds like aliens but I remember dial up I remember like no one called the house with me on the, the computer you leave the phone off the hooks so nobody can call you because you're on dial up I remember all that I remember the pixelated windows icon that looked like a kite and it's because the pixels were massive <laughs> I remember the brick you know the the screen series computer that was a maze the brick maze I remember that I remember big ass just towers, just massive, just breathing all kinds of heat out and dust. Remember all that? I remember house phones that was attached right to the wall. Ours was blue. It was right beside the balcony door to go in the kitchen. Um, I remember when we first got a cordless phone and I was like, oh my God, this is nice. This is fancy. Oh, um, just, just like different stuff. But she's like, social media is one of the things that like, she just, she's on it y'all. When I tell you my mom is on it, she's on it, but she like, doesn't get all, she's not like consumed by it. If that makes sense. Like the most, the app she's the most is Twitter and she'll be on Twitter daily, but it's like at night she'll be like oh I checked Twitter and it said this little lie but I mean and she tweets but she's very conscious of her image on Twitter but she was like you know kids get too caught up in that and I can say as a millennial someone in between absolutely because the people who came after us the generation there y'all are like consumed by it like it's y'all's real life and it's not real life it's a highlight reel literally it's people's highlight reel it's not real life and it's messed a lot of y'all up for the worst mentally with depression anxiety a whole lot of stuff because y'all think what you see on there is real life and now you're drawing comparisons and wanting and wishing and it's not real and so I think my mom sees a lot of that and she's like you know people gotta stop going on in real life like and I always tell people I, I have a real life offside outside of like the internet and like I'm popping in real life like I'm cute in real life I have a personality in real life like I'm doing stuff and that's important to remember and they were also just like a get it done generation. And she's just like, you know, people didn't talk back then. She goes, now, you know, you can talk and it's okay to talk. They force you to talk. They push you to talk. She's like, or even like support groups. She goes, you know, when I was younger, there weren't really like, there weren't support groups for like black moms. It's like, there'd be like black women things. She goes, but now you can go online and find support group for like black moms or single black moms or, you know, military black moms or like just whatever, like the most niche group you can think of. There's a community for you now that you maybe couldn't have accessed before because you physically couldn't get there or you didn't know that other people like you existed. It wasn't talked about. So there was a lot of secrecy 
there was a lack of a lot of transparency and vulnerability things a lot of things were done for images back and in her time when she was my age versus now you know there's no need to hide your vulnerabilities or to maintain an image or like a look it's just like this is who I am and it's flawed and it's chipped and that it's me and I I like who I am at the end of the day even if you don't but it doesn't matter if you don't because I like me that's it I I I do like that part I do agree with that and she's always going on about the knowledge and the education so many resources you guys have so many resources there's so many books you can go online you find all these things there's no reason not to know first of all sometimes there is a reason not to know and that's so somebody else can teach you um also people don't have time spend you know on the computer all day y'all didn't spend all day in the library I rest my case and you can't know everything a man that knows everything knows nothing. It's a fool. I think, who said that? Socrates or Aristotle? I think it was Aristotle. But yeah, you can't know everything. So, but there, I will agree, there is more access to knowledge. The accessibility um, is kind of equalized things. I won't say it's completely equitable, like it, it but it has equalized a lot of things. Um, yeah, so it's it's nice in that way. She also is like, you know, you know you're not alone in going through things. Like there's other people out there that you can find support and, you know, place you can find solace in a safe space. But there's a lot of things that, you know, we can't replicate anymore. Like we can't I'm trying to think of like, you know, that feeling of like getting caught on the host phone talking to like your friend or like a boy when you shouldn't be on the phone with boys like that is funny to me and you can't like replace that because y'all be buying your kids cell phones and I don't know what for because <laughs> no um but yeah like some people don't have house phones like when we finally got rid of our house phone I was devastated like I that number moved with us from Halifax to Dartmouth to like everywhere in case y'all didn't know I really I'm from overtown though like on the real like I grew up overtown till I was four I think Mm, on trial street mm, ask about me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyways um but like a house phone you can't like i said like i said you can't replicate getting caught you can't replicate you know your mom picking up saying it's time for you guys to go to bed you can't replicate your dad being like who is this to some young boy and him saying i don't care who you are don't call back here no more for my daughter like <laughs> You can't replicate that. You can't replicate someone calling you when you're on computer on dial-up and now everything is shut down. You got to start all over again. You just can't. You can't replicate the boom that was Dell because for every reason, people love them a Dell computer. You just can't. You you can't. You can't. You can't. We also can't replicate, you know, a chronological timeline on Instagram. I don't know why. Mark, if you're listening, help me help you help us because Why? You can't replicate that. And some people will never know the peace and beauty that was a chronological timeline on Instagram. Mm, 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 mm. It was a beautiful thing. I miss it so much. Y'all will never understand that Facebook was not meant for us initially. Facebook was for people who were in college university and not regular people. And you had to have a college university email address to get on Facebook. If you didn't, oh well. So that means, yeah, y'all's aunties. Those grandmothers, um, your weird uncle, the single uncle, um, you know, your lesbian auntie that still live with her friend at 60 something. Mm-hmm. All of them. They didn't have no Facebook back then. There was it was just for people who were in college. I wish we'd kind of go back to that, but people would say that's problematic. So I guess, you know, I can't really say that. But 
you know, it's, it's just a lot to think about. So I'll leave you with this just before we take a little break. So let's take some time to grieve the things that we know we're not going to have. And when I say grieve those things, I mean that like, you know, there's a lot of things we're not going to have at the same time as our parents. It's like, I don't have a home. I'm not, I have I don't have a home to purchase and I'm not going to be able to purchase a home at least for another like five to six years, at least not here somewhere else in the world, perhaps, but here in Nova Scotia, I no, Cause all you people from out West and Ontario came down and bought up these houses for like way above market price. You were scammed, bamboozled, hoodwinked, but it was cheaper than where you were from. So you took it. And so, yeah, it's so, like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to buy a home at least not on my own either in the next five to six years that I'm aware of. I would like to, I'm working towards, you know, some other methods of income, but yeah, no, it's not looking good. Um, you know, having a car or cars, like I have a car, which is nice, but like, as far as, um, like a two car household, like the other person would have to come with the car. There wouldn't be no, like us getting cars after we got together. And that I'm, I'm okay with that. A savings account. Do you have one? Because mine is like, it's pretty much non-existent versus, you know, then, you know, you could have, you could put in like tons of money towards your retirement. I don't mean just short term. I mean like savings all around, like long-term savings, like for retirement and short midterm. They could do that. Put in more money in your pension plan, a little money to save for like a trip, whatever. Like it's hard, you know, let's grieve marriage, good or bad. I, you know, take it out how you will, but I'm, I'm, I'm just not married. I'm 29. That would be like horrifying to somebody's parents, like 30 40 years ago they'd be like 29 and not married something's wrong with your daughter first of all <laughs> no um but yeah it would just and you think about it why was it horrifying i mean granted like the life expectancy might have been lower so perhaps but i mean it, people are getting their lives so yeah you think of baby or babies like <laughs> no a rush to have babies people are having babies between like 15 to like 23 on average and like child I couldn't imagine not that not not during those years and I didn't even got my mental together no. job security out the window good pensions do your job out the window good benefits out the window shout out to my job though I have excellent benefits appreciate that shout out to Mandy life livable wages <laughs> a thing of the past in community support everybody wants to mind their business i know that's rich coming from me but i mean as far as there's no community support you can't go to the neighbor and be like hey what's going on see my kid let me know if they're not acting up you know where the neighbor is like oh don't worry we fed the kids like, you know we know you had a long day we sent some food home for you too like that doesn't exist let's just take a moment to grieve that and we'll be right back All right, y'all, let's close it on out with a goal. I'm not going to sing because that's what we started with when I was doing gratitude. And y'all don't need that. You don't deserve it. But my goal for this week, honestly, is going to be to get through today. And by today, I mean Wednesday. This episode will be released Wednesday, October 20th. And that's also my daddy's birthday. And uh, my daddy's dead. Um, and I don't mean to say it as coolly or harshly, but that those are the facts. He's dead. He's not living anymore with me. Um, so normally, like, his birthdays are pretty chill and it's cool. But like this year has been pretty tough um for me like especially the last little while it's just been a lot of things like good things happy things that also like you know are also bitter like bittersweet because I you know I can't tell him but I can but like it's not answering back um so yeah my goal is just gonna be to get through Wednesday tomorrow today whenever you're listening to this like I said drops on Wednesday the 20th but it's gonna be to get through my daddy's birthday because I just yeah it's just been rough going i miss that man um 
you know and like i said nobody's perfect no y'all think i like have like turned my father into a saint um and that's not the case either but a lot of things aren't y'all's business um my daddy was a good dad for the most part but like all men and women he has flaws too but you know that's my goal my goal is gonna be to make it through my daddy's birthday um that's it I'm gonna I have some plans this weekend to relax release tomorrow I took off some time my dad's birthday so you know I don't have to work all day and then I'm off for four days so I'm really looking to like refresh and rejuvenate myself and just yeah just you know relax that's it but yeah my goal is to get through Wednesday the 20th make it to the the weekend and have some extra R&R coming out but yeah thank y'all for listening again as well this is another episode of the better life and if you remember nothing else from today perspective 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 i'll be back next week sarah kerrigan's production